0: Let's go! go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is Brian here with Jimmy. And today, we're going to be covering the Disney Plus original series, What If? This is going to be episode five, entitled What If? Zombies? (laughs) And this was the one that I feel like everybody was pretty hyped for from the trailers. We Mm -hmm. all knew that zombie Avengers were coming. They're finally here. I was a little bit underwhelmed if I'm being totally honest with you, I yeah. I think I, I'm going to start the conversation right now by saying the past two episodes that we saw were better than this one. I think this is the yep. first decline from the previous episode for sure. And it, it, it was, it was a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like it almost felt like they were focusing too much on making a zombie episode to kind of like highlight the characters that they had and have them have it being a more character driven episode um and they really leaned into the zombie tropes and it was just kind of fell flat for me and that's also coming from a place where this is still my third best episode so far and what if but could have been better
1: yeah i totally agree we said that it was all rise for the most part and this one was a slight decline actually might have been a little bit more than a slight decline to be honest for me it was very fun but every other Mm -hmm. what if episode like you were saying was very character driven each episode had a story that showed us so much character development in the in this one half hour episode whether it's, you know, Captain Carter, Dr. Strange, T'Challa, everything. It was all about the characters. And this one was finally just like, hey, let's just give you guys a fun episode. And it's just simple, straightforward. And it definitely declined because of that. But I mean, it was fun. It it was. And I thought that they had a lot of potential with the vision part of it. And that part could have been the character driven part of the episode that we were talking about for the others, but it only really lasted a few minutes and we didn't really get it. It, it didn't get where I thought it was going to go. But like you said, we were waiting for it. Very, very fun, but not the best.
0: Yeah, I, I'm i glad for it. Well, I'm not glad that we both kind of were underwhelmed by the episode, but I'm glad that we're on the same page because I kind of intentionally didn't react to the episode to you because I knew I kind of felt a little bit negative towards it. I wanted it to be fresh when we got this dialogue going, but you felt the same way clearly, which is very interesting.
1: Yeah. And and I mean, it's fine. Totally fine for a what if episode to just straight up go like, Hey, what if zombies and let's just have this fun episode. And that's totally fine. I mean, I actually wasn't expecting the first four episodes of what if to be what they were, you know, so much character driven story and, and really You know, we said some dark stuff, some very very uplifting stuff, too, but it was all based on the characters. This one was more just like, hey, we have this nice little action kind of episode for you and just sit back and enjoy it. And again, it was good. I liked it, but it wasn't great.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, so do we want to segue from talking shit about the episode <laughs> into <laughs> what voice actors we have on the doc? Yeah, here? let's do
1: the Let's do the normal thing. We had Hulk uh, was Mark Ruffalo. He's been in a couple what if episodes. Actually, he's only in the one episode. Um, that was my favorite one. The Avengers one. That was the one mm-hmm. he was in. We had Chadwick Boseman back. So again, for our boy, Wakanda forever.
0: Yeah. He had a rough episode too.
1: He did, he did. And and <laughs> we'll get into the actual comic counterpart of Marvel Zombies in a second. But Paul Bettany was Vision, Sebastian Stan was Bucky, and he had a little bit more to do now that he is back after episode one. Evangeline yep. Lilly was hope. Paul Rudd, the MVP for me, Scott Lang, John Favreau was Happy Hogan. Deny Guerrera. I'm not good with with names. She was a Koye. She's Michonne from The Walking Dead. Emily Van Camp was Sharon Carter. David Dest Moushian. Do you know how to say that one? That was That was Kurt from that. Yeah, that was Kurt from the uh, Ant-Man movies. And then, of course, Jeffrey Wright was the watcher. Might have had a couple others here and there. The big the big notables here is no Tom Holland for Spider-Man. I thought the voice actor for Spider-Man, he did well. You know, I had I had no gripes with him. How about you?
0: Yeah, he was solid. You know, yeah. no co- no complaints, honestly. Tom Holland, he's got a voice, you know, kind of you can recognize the voice and he did the best he could. It, it, it was solid. Apparently, he's an actor from Mad Men. I, d- I don't know. I don't oh, okay. watch that show, but. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch the show either. At least like a known actor. Okay.
1: I mean, we might as well nail this too right here. So this was done because there was a, back in 2005 a comic series done by marvel called marvel 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 zombies and this was a five issue comic and like i said it was from 2005 and it was actually written by robert kirkman the writer of the walking dead comics and Hmm. and partially the walking dead tv show and we've talked about this before on the podcast the walking dead comics are phenomenal they are completed now beginning to end Totally worth a read through. Really, really good stuff. So Robert Kirkman actually was brought on by Marvel to write this uh, mini-series. Very similar uh, way of spreading the zombie pandemic disease, whatever you want to say. Um, obviously, in the show, we have the quantum virus from Hope and Hank going to try to find their mother and she's already infected. And then it brings uh, an infected Hank back to our world. In the comics, this is Earth 2149, another Earth. And so not our main comic Earth. And the Sentry, I don't know if you know the Sentry. I talked about him. hmm, I don't know if it was WandaVision. It might have been WandaVision that I talked about him before. He's almost like counterpart to Superman for Marvel. He's super, super strong, but he actually has this interesting part of him where he has like a counter personality a dual personality where he has something called the void where it's like a darkness in him and he thinks he's talking to it and you never know if it's really him with a personality disorder or if it's an actual thing and it's always holding him back um Mm. i read a lot from him back in like the 2005 time and i guess that's why they used him for this so in this Earth-2149, the century comes from another universe and infects the Avengers. So again, it's another interdimensional virus, similar to what the Marvel MCU used, except they use the quantum because they love using quantum for everything in the MCU. But the thing that actually like interested me was in this comic and in the show, they keep their intellect, they keep their powers... Now they didn't really keep their personality as much in the show; they do in the comics. So it's almost like in the comics where I'm infected and I'm still me, but I just want to eat humans. Like Captain okay. America is still Captain America, but they just have like this. It's like you're turning into a vampire and you can't. You need blood, you know.
0: Gotcha. So this would then diverge because they were textbook zombies. You know, right. they had no mental cognition, but they still
1: had they still had intellect that they just weren't yes. themselves you know that's well, where i was confused
0: now they had their powers and their abilities and the abilities i can buy scarlet witch yes she would still be able to do her stuff uh captain america would still have his super serum juiced upness right Could falcon really pilot that suit that's but what I'm Iron saying. Man still so, power that suit. We are so
1: used to, you know, the walking dead and any other zombie genre, movie or TV show or book in the past, however many years, since it got really huge, we're used to the zombies. Just as soon as you're bit, you're just mindless, you know, and you're mindless zombie, just going about your day, trying to eat some humans. So the fact that they showed up as the Avengers right away with Iron Man, Dr. Strange, and Wong and they're actually fighting and they're doing this and they're doing that. And they're like, I was confused right away, to be honest. And I I actually haven't read the Marvel Zombies comic. I'm familiar with it, but I forgot that they like kept their intellect and stuff. So I was not expecting that when this story came about.
0: Yeah, my feeling is now that you're telling me the source material kind of the zombies had their wits about them, that would have been better. It seems like they went halfway in and said, well, right. we want them to be the brain crazed zombies, but, you know, they'd be pushovers if they didn't have their powers. Right. It's kind of an inconsistency in the writing where I wish they just had the people have their cognition, you know, either give them their powers and their mental capacity or don't.
1: Right. I agree. I agree. I mean, you can make it a story that has to do with a zombie outbreak and whoever's bitten or infected is going to be mindless. And then the story is about the people trying to find the cure still. But like you said, they wanted to be able to say, like, here's cap and he's going to throw his shield even though he's a zombie. And here's Iron Man in his suit. But they're kind of sitting on the fence. And I agree with you 100% didn't really go off the way that I was thinking it would.
0: Yes, that was definitely one of the underlying gripes that I had the whole episode, mm-hmm. right when we first saw our first zombified Avengers, when they were able to do what they were doing. I was like, what's that all about? It, it was mean, just kind of something I was like, that that doesn't satisfy me.
1: And I mean, if we want to talk about not being satisfied with the intellect or them deciding what they want to do, and we're all about a Benstown TV rules here. We like when they set up rules and they follow them when it, when it comes to a universe, uh, magic system, anything. And it seems like, like, like we've been saying, they have intellect and they have their powers, I guess, but they don't have their personalities. So yes. the fact that at the end of the episode, they talk about it ending, the world ending, because Thanos has the Infinity
0: Gauntlet and he's a zombie Thanos. I'm not really buying that. You're not buying that this zombie Thanos would be able to carry out his plan in the same way that our Thanos did. I I completely agree. Yes. And he even like smirked at the end, which was just like another inconsistency. It's like, you know, what's going on here? And And with
1: the intellect thing, it's just really weird because they are acting in a certain way, but obviously they're not talking because they're zombies and they do still seem you know tunnel vision based on I want to eat some humans but right. I just don't see it when it comes to like here's Thanos he's collecting the stones and and I, you know we're talking about a certain point in time so if we want to get into some easter eggs here obviously the beginning of this episode is 100% infinity war when bruce banner is coming to warn them about thanos so at that point we can say that zombified thanos does have four of the stones Right. And, and they end this what if episode saying that they're trying to save the universe and cure this outbreak by taking the stone to Wakanda to test on it to make the cure. And then that's what causes Thanos to get it and then snap and destroy the universe. Right. So yeah, he has four when he gets zombified, but you're telling me that he's going to go get the fifth one, put it on and decide, all right, this is what I want. Cause we know when you're doing the snap, you, you're thinking of what you want when you snap, you know. You you want still his his genocide, you know. Right. That's 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 wildly efficient, you know. It's and it's not genocide if it's random, you know what I'm saying? We learned that from his oh, yeah. old his oh, other oh, yeah, what if yeah, yeah. episode. <laughs> but again, I took it like this is just supposed to be a fun episode, you know. What if zombie happens? Let's just watch it and enjoy it. But those are the kind of things that did bother me a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's almost. <sighs> after the first four episodes, how they've kind of gotten us used to these more deep plots, you know, it, it it almost took away from this one just being that fun zombie ride. Cause I'm like, like you were saying the vision stuff that is more what I was craving at right. this point in the series, kind of like a deeper look into one or multiple characters. And they also had a great cast of, Ragtag Avengers, oh, yeah. you know, kind of the leftovers after yeah. the A Team went and got mauled by the zombies, which was another huge gripe I had. You're telling me their best plan was to come off from the <laughs> ship in the Pacific Northwest and just get owned? Come yeah. on, Cap, what are you doing?
1: And that's another thing. So the first person to get bit is Cap because Hank, as zombified Hank, gets small, right, and bites him on the neck. He's using his suit. As a zombie, and I guess those are the rules that they came up with for this episode that they can still use their powers and and the technology.
0: Yeah, it was it was just really bizarre all over. I I thought that was that was a weird choice that they kind of picked and choose what these zombies were going to be capable of, and one that I didn't like. I don't. I actually would have. I would
1: have really appreciated if this was episode one, and this would have been a really good episode one because it's one of those just like hey. What if this is our new series and bam we're doing a zombie episode and if this was episode 1 it would probably get rave reviews. And then you move on and each ep- other episode would get even more yeah. rave reviews. But because the first four came first, I just think that's why it's like that. I think we still would have had the same issues probably. We, we probably still would have been saying the same things but we would have been like but dude this is going to be a cool show. I think that's how it would
0: have went. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um something else I wanted to talk about was this kind of vision story. And I thought it was very cool how they, they played on this concept that they set up in WandaVision that Wanda physically could not let vision go. And now they played out in what if, okay, what if vision was the one that had to let go of Wanda. And he once again, in his grief, could not allow himself to let go. And he betrayed his Android instincts and just his, usual ability to make the logical choice. And in this one, even Vision succumbed to his grief and made right. the worst choice and turned his back on humanity and his friends. It, it was just very interesting to see that play out. But it was so brief that we kind of got it and then it was gone. I think that if we could have
1: gotten our ragtag Avengers to them quicker and made that more of the climax and, and the plot of the show of the episode, I'm sorry. Yeah then it would have been more like the first four episodes. I mean, we could have even gone a little bit more into the whole Hope and and Hank bringing the virus to the earth. That was a cool way of doing it, just to bring it back to the movies into the current MCU. I thought that was fine. But again, I thought you could have gone a little bit deeper into that too. And even, even Scott, I mean, he was phenomenal as a comic relief. I mean, Paul Rudd is the goat. You know, he really is. He's a gem. But I might have expected a little bit more of a devastation that Hope is dead for the second time saving him.
0: Yeah, so I actually got a really good quote uh, from a writer, Tom Jorgensen of IGN, and the quote is this. It often feels like what if can't decide whether or not to take the zombie apocalypse seriously or play it for laughs. And episode five suffers from that lack of clarity. I think there were a couple instances like Scott very briefly reconciled with the fact that Hope sacrificed herself and became zombified. Um, also happy saying like Al with an arrow through his chest and still going blam, blam, blam while being carried off into the yeah. abyss. Come on now. That's a little yep. gimmicky. This guy also had pretty big gripes with the fact that they even included that little Spidey orientation video, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. And I feel like Spider-Man is the only one whose grief and hope Despite that grief, is the only one that felt really genuine. Yeah, you know, I agree.
1: And while we're on that topic, this is the first time we're confirming it it being said out loud that Uncle Ben was killed or is dead in our current MCU. But I Hmm. agree. Like I thought that they did well with Peter putting the smile on his face and saying it's because all these people die and they can't smile, so you do it. Do it for them. My Aunt May taught me that. I liked that a lot, and that was really like to me. The only real character, not necessarily plot, but feelings in the show. Like, I mean. Yes. yes. Know? That,
0: I think the episode's heart came from how Peter was rising to this adversity, but they kind of threw in these one-offs where happy was lightening the mood. And that was a little bit unnecessary. And Kurt, uh, David. Oh my yeah. gosh. The last name. Kurt was kind of lightening the mood. And it's like, There's a zombie apocalypse. More people should be hopeless. And I think
1: think it would have played off more. Like I took it like Peter is almost fake being lighthearted, like just trying to be light, trying to be funny because of all this craziness. But if you make other people do that too, then it doesn't make his character's reasoning make as much sense. Yes. You know, so him like being overly funny and overly comical and overly lighthearted. And we actually have the line from hope saying like, how do you do that? All that's phenomenal. But the fact that happy does it too. And, you know, Scott's doing it too. And even though there was some funny parts in that at the same time, it's like, bro, all these people are freaking dead. You're trying to find this cure to save the world. Peter's doing it as a coping mechanism what are you, are you guys doing that too? It's, it's only, you know, it, it was only good for one character for me.
0: Yeah. And it's weird because in the past episodes, the episodes have kind of leaned into the dark realities of these different right. dimensions. Whereas this one, it just kind of was like, what cool characters can we put into a zombie apocalypse and let them continue to be the same character that they were in our MCU? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Now that we're like talking about, the intellect, the powers, this and that. Did it bother you at all? And this really isn't a big deal, but because we're we're bitching, and I kind of want to just talk about it. Yeah. Did you think that it was weird that we have all these characters keeping their powers? You know, whether it's they're using the technology or they're actually having their powers, like Doctor Strange using his powers. Hawkeye starts coming out of the shadows with his arrows, and he has the easiest shot in the world at Sharon hits her in the shoulder first, and then she's laying there, sitting there, doing nothing, and he misses her to the side. When he pretty much took out Bappy and Sharon in the first shot, like he should, he doesn't miss.
0: Are we messing I, with the rules
1: here? Were they picking and choosing again? Like,
0: <laughs> Yes, I feel like that's just another example of how whatever rule they established keeps just falling apart throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's honestly a little bit of a case of lazy writing. It, right. it really is. They just did whatever they felt like throughout the episode. And as an audience, you know, it just wasn't it wasn't good to see that yeah. um, but no, I, I thought that was another example of how that, that rule is falling apart because Hawkeye should have been able to nail it right between the eyebrows based on what they gave us earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
1: a couple other things I wanted to talk about were almost. Things that are they giving us little hints, uh, little hints at the actual current MCU, because a lot of these universes are based on current MCU, based on what has happened in our MCU, but with one little next event. So a lot of the things still go exactly the same way until the next event occurs. And I guess for us, the next event is that Hank's wife ends up contracting the virus and that's how everyone gets infected. So with a little bit of a theory here, I don't know if this you're going to have to bear with me because I need to talk it through. I don't have it really written down. So okay. let's talk a little Falcon and the Winter Soldier here. So All right. we talked about this with Sharon, wondering if she was a scroll because we said that when she goes from Civil War, her explanation is I was a, a fugitive and I go to Madripur because you know the government left me behind and they, you know, I I'm a fugitive pretty much. I have to hide. She becomes the power broker in Madripoor. Now we were wondering about whether she was snapped or not snapped, and that had implications based on if we we're okay with the fact that she's a power broker or not okay with it, or if she's a scroll and not a scroll. Okay. Right. So right. let's talk about this here really quick. We have Sharon, in this episode, this would be right before the snap. Okay. Because in Infinity War, Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet, he gets the stone, and he snaps. Okay. And then we lead to Avengers Endgame. So is this right before she becomes a scroll, or will she get snapped? Because she didn't go to Magipore in this universe, she stayed. So Civil War happens, and there's some time in between. So are they giving us any kind of hint here is what I'm asking you. Are they giving us a hint that she actually didn't go to Madripoor or is this just supposed to be a a would-if scenario and they
0: wanted Sharon Carter to be in the episode? So you're saying that since all of our characters' actions align with what we've seen on screen through the beginning of Infinity War, let's say, when Hulk drops through, then that means that this episode is telling us that if they line up, then our Sharon did not go to Madripoor. Yes. That's what I'm trying okay. to say. Okay. Um, this is the first time I'm thinking of it, but I don't. I don't think it confirms everything because these are, at the end of the day, alternate d- dimensions. So yeah, like, that's it, yeah, it's 100% you know, true. Yeah, it's one hundred percent true. Even if the clip notes are the same, you know, maybe Sharon's path isn't exactly the same as what we saw. Um, right. Yeah, I would say it's it's too little to confirm anything, but definitely tinfoily. We, yes. Just yeah. just like what we just said to each other. If we are to believe that these two stories are identical up until this point, then yes, that would be a hint that she yeah. never went to Majpur.
1: Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then she gets snapped. The scroll comes in and then she becomes the power broker as the scroll. And we'll see that door maybe secret invasion. Uh, but who knows? I mean, I I just wanted to bring it up. I, I know it was kind of thin, but I actually just like I don't even know why I thought of it to be honest. I'm watching this yeah. and of of anything, I'm like thinking Sharon, 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 because you know, we haven't gotten Sharon in a long time besides Falcon yes. and the Winter Soldier, you know. Yes. So She's fresh in our minds because we covered her on the pod. And I was like, all right, let me let me think about this a little bit.
0: Yeah, I really like that uh, Sharon as a scroll theory, too. So whenever I see her, like you just said, we, we don't see her too often. So whenever I do see her, I'm, I'm always thinking about that scroll theory. Right. And it's always and, great to talk fat dubs.
1: Yeah, man. Fat dubs. <laughs> I love it. And she dies in this one. So yeah, scroll could still take over, but people actually saw her die in this one. We already talked about the blip being the perfect cover. For scrolls to jump in and i i don't see how that's not the explanation that we're going to get during secret it's invasion gotta it's, it's got to be. be it just seems like the perfect thing
0: um, They also have in the wake of the snappening and the infinity saga events they have time and time again gone back to how the blip has impacted the world still recovering from it. Right. so yes having the scrolls use that the blip to invade would be perfect
1: yeah, that's all I really have for this episode. You know, we might have been a little hard on it. I I did laugh a good amount
0: when Guardian Leviosa by Scott him in he, general look, we- the the quips hit. Yeah. I- I did laugh. I just didn't want to laugh based on what the episode should have been. I wanted it to be serious, maybe a laugh or two here and there, but that's not what I got. I got an episode that didn't know whether or not it wanted to be a serious zombie based episode or if it wanted to be a lighthearted take on the zombie apocalypse. Right. Either way, I think we were both a little bit unsatisfied with the episode as a whole.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the first times that I'm okay with doing the point scale because I know that we can go down because the problem was that I kept worrying that we were going to have to keep going up and I'm going to get too close to 10. But I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to say it's the worst, but I mean, I really do think the first four, because of all the, all the story and the plot and everything we got from them might be better than them. I I already, I definitely think the last two were better. Um, Yep. Episode one and two, I still think might have been. I mean, episode one was fun and showed a lot of heart for Steven and Peggy. But maybe that was a little too simplistic and a little too familiar. And maybe that's why the zombie one might be a little bit better than that one. But otherwise, I I honestly think this might have been the worst, in my opinion. And again, when I say worst, it's not saying it's a bad episode i enjoyed every all every episode so far
0: that we've gotten yeah it was cool i think i just thought that they had a very strong premise in the zombie avengers and they didn't really cash in on it as well as they could have and i think this will be inconsistent with my number rankings of the past episodes but as an objective reviewer i'm going to give this one I'm going to give it a five, even Ooh. though I said that this was not my least favorite of the five episodes. So me, Brian reviewer would probably rate it higher. But I thought you could tear this episode to shreds pretty easily if you wanted to. And yeah. none of the other episodes because could I really nitpick it to the right, extent right. that I did this one. Maybe I'm just a little bit upset that they kind of were lazy in the writing. But yeah, I'm going to give it the five out of ten. Yeah, I, I when
1: I said it earlier, I, I honestly believe that if this was the first episode in the What If series, it
0: would have been loved yeah. as the first now, episode. Now, I'm I also thought of this. Where would I slot it in to get the most out of this episode? I think right behind the Peggy Carter or the Captain Carter episode, episode two, this would have been perfect because like you Still just fine said with me. Yep. Captain Carter one was familiar. It was a nice, gentle push into the What If series. I feel like if they established Episode one, Captain Carter. Okay, we've seen that one before. And then they went zombies. We would have been, whoa, what the hell is going on here? And it still would have landed better than it did now after probably what we're going to look back on as the two strongest episodes of the series, unless they got some heaters left to go.
1: They may. But let's also talk about this, too, really quick, because this was supposed to be like, like you said, they couldn't take it seriously. The last two were very dark. This one could have been dark let's talk about the fact that they went kind of fluffy with this one, with all the comic relief and not as much story driven and didn't go as dark. But they still ended the universe. The world still ends. Thanos still snaps and kills everybody. And they say it ends the universe. So we're on a trajectory here where the first two didn't end the universe, but the last three did. Well, technically, the T'Challa one, they kind of say that ego meeting with Peter ends the universe. It was more like up to interpretation. But the last three pretty much straight up said the universe ends or we saw it end. So why wouldn't you just have this one be that they found a cure and give us a cure and
0: let it end happy? Which one am I forgetting that you're saying last three? The Doctor Strange one, definitely. But then,
1: yeah, the one before that. Oh, wait, I'm so is Doctor Strange was the one where the universe
0: doesn't uh episode three was uh what if the world lost its mightiest heroes so actually the whole point of that episode was despite all of the avengers falling the universe is still going to be okay because we got other people to take care of
1: it oh yeah yeah yeah. okay you're right you're right i'm sorry i was skipping to episode two with the ego
0: and peter quill thing yeah okay but still past two two out of five almost half Mm -hmm. our universes are ending
1: right and i'm just wondering why if you want the tone to be a little bit different than the dark tones why you just don't give them the cure and let it be a happy ending Eh, whatever i do think that the, the t'challa line was was right in the feels when he said in my culture death is not the end they're still with us as long as we don't forget them chadwick Bozeman, r.i.p that that was that felt good. Otherwise, man, I don't know if I necessarily would say five, maybe for me, six ish, six and a half if I can. But this was a fun episode, but it wasn't as good as the others. That's my final answer. (laughs)
0: six so we got a five and we got we'll call that a 6.25 because i know you love the decimals. i do like Uh, you said six six and a half so 6.25 and a five yeah not what we were expecting from the zombie episode it's a shame that paul wasn't on this one i would have liked
1: to hear his take as well we'll probably have to ask him next week in the beginning of the episode just to give us his take on it just for a third take i want to i want to hear what he thought because we haven't talked to him yet either and we'll text him off pot and see what what he thinks usually
0: we're all on the same we're on the same wavelength, so. We definitely are. So I'm I'm kind of expecting him to have some of the same gripes that we did. And I hate to end it on that negative note, but I think that's exactly what I'm going to do. Guys, keep an eye out for our continued coverage of what if we're going to be covering each episode week by week as they come out. And we got four more here to go. I believe, mm-hmm. right? Five yep. down. Four to go as always if you like what you heard give benchtown tv a follow on twitter and instagram visit us on binchtowntv.com and subscribe to our show on spotify the apple podcast app or wherever else you may find your podcast our patreon is also up and running uh so be sure to check that out that is on binchtowntv.com you can subscribe to our what is the tier called it's only one tier the now town be- homies bingetown homies damn straight and if you want to become an official friend of the pod mm-hmm. then go on over to bingetowntv.com, and check it out once again we are bingetown tv and thanks for listening wakanda forever wakanda forever mm. you're listening to the geekscape network